All right, we'll save you the bit. We're, We're not, not gonna, gonna do, do the, the bit, bit that we normally do. We do wanna remind you that our Wandering Aimfully Unlimited program is opening the doors September 13th through the 27th, giving you monthly live business coaching along with quite a few other things, yes. Carol. This is perfect if you have an online business, you are maybe at the beginning of your journey and you just are overwhelmed. You're looking for one thing to focus on every month, a community of people to bounce ideas off of, to to, you know, feel not so alone in your business journey and just learn from all the mistakes that we've made along the way and get one-on-one -on -one support from us. Yeah, so if you wanna check it out, go to wanderingaimfully.com slash join. And remember the door is open for two weeks and this will be our last enrollment for this year. So check it out, wanderingaimfully.com slash join. Welcome to What Is It All For? a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. <laughs> Well, hello and welcome to episode 100 of our podcast. There's Whoa, sparkles, sparkles, imagine I was, the sparkles. I was making gestures really with my were. hands, but it was no sound was coming out of my there mouth. There was no sound. I yeah. tried to throw a couple in there. Very exciting that we have reached 100 episodes of our podcast, and this one's going to be a little bit different because we're actually recording a video version of this that's up on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash wandering aimfully. We're gonna play the audio version here as the podcast. There are some visuals in like the sure. baking section. There's Absolutely. a baking section you, you might miss that out might on. That might be fun to just listen to though. <laughs> yeah, but you might listen and be like, okay, all right, he's holding something, I can hear it. <laughs> She's describing it, what is it? Uh, you can see if you can figure it out. But we just wanted to let you know that if you wanna watch this episode, that's over on YouTube or you can just listen. Yeah. You got anything else you wanna share? Nope, just uh, this was fun to record. Thank you so much for listening, whether you have been listening just you know last week or for years since we started the podcast. We love doing this podcast. We feel like we've really hit kind of our stride and we just appreciate you so much for tuning in week after week, so thanks. Listen, we know we're a YouTube cliche. It's a fun cliche this though. This assumptions yeah. about us thing, we've seen it go around, but we like these videos. So over on Instagram, we ask for your submissions, things you assume about our personalities. Now we're gonna let you know, were you right? Were you wrong? Were you somewhere in the middle? First assumption, Jason is the morning person slash I assume you both never sleep in. Ooh, well, if you watch our day in the life video, shout out day in the life video, I am the morning person. Absolutely. Uh, I wake up pretty early naturally, like 6, 6.30 almost every single morning. I don't use an alarm, which is nice that I just wake up that early. And I, I'm the type of person, like as soon as I roll out of bed, I don't have to lay in bed for 15 minutes, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Caroline, complete I'm opposite. Not. Listen, I am not a morning person. <laughs> and I do think that morning people are sort of like the underhanded thing in our society is like morning people are better. Okay. Like you're just like more productive. A sleeper in her would say that. <laughs> But over the years, I have tried to be something that I'm not, and it just never works out. So I am embracing my non-morning person-ness. Right. 
I will say, we don't ever really sleep in. Like, I'm not sleeping until like 11. I think the difference That's is. What, I, what, what do you think is sleeping in? Right. I think the difference is you could sleep in, though. You don't. Do you think I could? Yes, 100%. You think? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, sleeping in is like, I could sleep till nine. That would yeah. be like sleeping in. I for think me. that's sleeping in. As but an adult. On, in general, I wake up some somewhere between 7 and 8, 8.30. Jason packs the road trip snacks, but Carol picks the music. Huh. Huh. Nailed it. <laughs> the only caveat here, so I'm I'm basically like the parent on our road trips where I'm like, okay, we gotta get our cooler and we gotta get all our snacks. And yeah. Everyone's gotta pee before we go. And if you need to poo before we go, then you need to do that as well. When it comes to the actual music in the car, we defer to Caroline's taste. However. We defer to my taste because I'm not a good right. rider in the car. So yeah. we're kind of like tr doing whatever we can to make the trip easier for me. However, mm -hmm. very important for you to know about me. <laughs> Something that I absolutely hate yes. is being in charge of picking music for like a group of people. It's a real conundrum. I don't you know? like being DJ. When you want to be the person who picks the thing, but then you don't like picking the thing. It's like it's when like, you're hungry and you're like, well, where do you want to eat? You're like, I don't know where I want to eat. Let's just go somewhere. But like, I don't how want about you to this tell place? Me. And you're like, I don't want to go that That's place. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't want to pick it. Yeah. But I don't want you to tell me mm -hmm. either. Yeah. So, but it's just like a really weird thing, like at parties and stuff or like going over to friends' houses and they're like, oh, just throw some music on, like pick a Spotify channel. And I'm like, full sweat, yeah. like I hate this, I hate the pressure, I don't like figuring out what the vibe is, whatever, everyone has such specific taste, it really stresses me out. You so know how we solve this problem? Know. Just default to Taylor Swift. No, people hate Taylor Swift. No, they're saying you Taylor just Swift. default to Taylor Swift. Just call it. My, We've talked about this before, my go-to is John Mayer. I'm yeah. like, he's a pretty even up yeah. the road, like easy listening, but some people don't like John Mayer. I think Caroline is actually the master chef baker. Oh, well, that presents a fun little game I like to call Caroline's Baking Quiz Box. Let's just test this. First of all, yeah. no. Listen, I'm not a Martha Stewart. I it's am just the, not in my blood. I am the, I guess it would say I am the chef. I'm the baker of the, of the family. Absolutely, and you're great at it. Thank you so much. Start with an easy one, okay? You don't have to necessarily get the name right. What's this? Uh, I do know this is for dough. Yeah, it's a pastry cutter. It, it, it helps to like cut and mix the pastry dough together when you're oh, making you're it. Oh, you're mixing. Yeah. That's right, I have seen you yeah. do that before. I was thinking like after the dough is rolled out, you're like oh, no, slicing no, it. No, you're not doing that at all. Next That's up. A, um, I know this one. That's yeah. a granulated sugar sifter. Not granulated sugar. Oh. Powdered sugar. That's what I meant. Yeah. What's granulated sugar? You can also sugar? sift some, uh, granulated sugar, Just you just want the granules. Because it's granulated. Got it. Uh, this you would sift flour, baking powder, baking soda. You're sifting. Yeah, you're just making it Got smoother. It. Yeah. yeah. All right, next up. What do you got? I know this goes into a mixer. Okay. Um, why is it shaped like this? Right. It, it is for it, mixing. Specifically, better, specifically, what would it be used for? Butter. Dough. It's a dough mixer. That's it's specifically dough. Yeah, it's basically like a dough hook. A dough hook? Yeah. What's it hooking? The dough. Next up. I know what this is. Okay, I just want to. I want to give you a couple easy it, ones in here. A, Oh, you call it a bra. It's a bread bra? No, I don't call it that at oh, all. Oh, isn't it called a bra? No. Oh, a bonnet? Sure. Is there a name for it? I don't think so. <laughs> Do you know what it goes in, though? Have you ever called it a bra? I have not, no. <laughs> oh, it doesn't go on top? It doesn't go on top. Like a shower cap? It goes in the sourdough banneton. The little... Banneton is the little word banneton. I'm looking for. So it's for. the banneton bra. That's what it is. Is that a, a no, bra? No. Oh, you've <laughs> not called at all. me that before. Butter baster. Nice, that's a good one. It doesn't just have to be butter. Any kind of liquid you want to baste on there. <laughs> one year for Christmas, as a stocking stuffer, I thought that Jason 
I thought he is the chef in our relationship. I thought he would appreciate a little. We had been watching a lot of Nope <laughs> Chef's Table, and you know the cute little like they always chef have like a little tweezers for garnishes and things. Where do they always have them? In their pocket. Right. So let's try real quick. No, here you go. Here you go. Just when I'm in the kitchen. I'll just and get so, set up. This was an Amazon <laughs> fail. They showed up and I was like, oh no. <laughs> All right, last but not least. A uh, dough measure. Oh. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> oh, like a circle tool? No. Oh. No. I like your creativity though. <laughs> I tricked you. This is the uh, AeroPress stir. So this goes in and stirs the arrow. That's not baking. That's uh, a trick. I know, but you should have known because it's a kitchen look item. Like a stir. Congratulations. In conclusion, <laughs> I'm the master chef, obviously. Caroline loves true crime but hates horror movies. I would say this is true. I would say this is true. I love a thriller. Right. Do not like horror. I don't like gore. I don't like there monsters. Is an there is an exception to this. What's up? Cabin in the Woods. I love that movie. Yeah, that I is mean, a because that, that's like. Comedy horror. It is comedy. But horror. I, I'm never gonna probably choose like the Saw movies. Never seen yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, will yeah. not see them. Yeah. But you know, crime stuff, mysteries. We've talked about this on our podcast. Clues. I'm yeah. a big Clues fan. I of. also don't like horror movies. I yeah. wasn't included, but they're not my favorite. You literally have the perfect relationship and live a dream life. Obviously, we've never perfect. fought. Uh -uh. Neither of us ever fart. We're soulmates. We never feel bad or have any difficulties Anxieties whatsoever. Never even heard of anxiety. What is anxiety? No, I think this is a really good one because think of this as two parts. I will admit that I am extremely grateful that we, I would say that we have a life that a lot of people dream of and that we dreamt of. Like yeah. I, I would say we do have a dream life. Like we love where we live. We love what we do. We love each other. Um, that doesn't mean that it's not without difficulty. And I do want to acknowledge that is predicated on a lot of luck, privilege, you know, and hard work, but it's all, all yeah. of those things equally. A lot of things came into an alignment. You know, yeah, and happened. also like the country we were born in, like the, the race that we were born as, the, the time we the were born in, we had, having the internet at the our era, fingertips. Yeah. All those things are play an important role, but we did very much intentionally design this life and we've worked really hard to say, we want a life of freedom, we want to cultivate a home, like we've just done it intentionally. That said, perfect relationship, nah. Not so Not so much. much. <laughs> we do love each other. Yeah, very for sure. much. Yeah. It sounds cheesy, but when people say like, oh, I married my best friend, like we say it all the time. We are best friends. Yeah, so that I really part hope you don't true. die. God, every day I'm like, please don't die. Yeah, I'm trying. I try not to die. Do you try I not also, to die? For you, I try oh, not to die. Oh, we're doing great then. I know. Yeah. So as long as we try. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, we make each other laugh. We spend all of our time together. Now that said, we also fight like best friends. Like we yeah. have disagreements, we annoy each other. When we do argue or we do have disagreements, it's always with a level of respect. We don't yell at each other, we don't call names. And Never I think, done any raised voices in arguments. Yeah, we don't raise our voices and I think that keeps the relationship of mutual respect strong. Nothing is perfect right. by any means, but we're very grateful for what we But have. on social media, we can make it look perfect. Yeah, we never fight on social media, haha. <laughs> You've never stayed at a hostel. That's not true. We've stayed at hostels all the time. We just call them hotels. Yeah, we don't you, pronounce you the mis, S. You misspelled ho hotel. Yeah, they're <laughs> hotels. We love them. They have concierges. They clean and they, your room. <laughs> they just they love bring them. you breakfast in bed. I've never stayed at a hostel. No, you haven't either. No. And listen. 
No, yeah, no. I know it's one of those like don't knock it till you try it thing, and I know there's perfectly lovely hostels. Also, just know yourself. Know yourself yeah. and know the way that you want to travel, and we just are unapologetically, we like our own space. We like we our like hostels, things. which we just pronounce as hotels. Exactly. We like hotels. Yeah. Speaking of hotels, mm -hmm. Jason is more adventurous. Carol loves seeing photo albums. <laughs> Both are disorganized. Ooh. But wait, and then I thought this was funny because then to pair with that, then someone else said, you guys are neat freaks. Ooh. And I thought that was funny too. That's a nice little, okay. So let's start let's with you're more adventurous. 100% I'm more adventurous. 100% more adventurous. Yeah. I am so glad that I married somebody adventurous because if it was up to me, I would just be, I would just like live in a robe in yeah. my comfort of my home forever. And you make, you but make I have like an adventure threshold. Like I don't have any interest in bungee jumping, uh -uh, skydiving. That's right. Like, We're not thrill seekers. None of that. But like I'll drive spiritedly. I'll climb up a, a mountain of sorts. Sorry, I'll drive spiritedly. I don't have friends. I got family. Yeah, like, you know, I think like being an adventurous Not person. Like yeah, like I just, you know, like I want to like get after it sometimes yeah, when I'm yeah, driving. Yeah. Driving is a perfect example for me of like, you, you wouldn't like barely never touch the pedal quickly, you know? True. Ever. True. Carol loves seeing photo albums. I don't really know where this assumption came from, but I do love I seeing think, photo albums. I think this is actually spot on. I don't know if you meant <laughs> in my own phone or, but like my, I just took a trip to see my grandma and I looked through photo albums for hours with so her. So this person nailed it. Yeah, so like, I love that. If I go to your home, like I am the person or like boyfriends, you know, before you, it was like, oh, do you want to see so-and-so's like baby pictures? Yes, I do, yeah. I do. Both are disorganized or you guys are neat freaks. And I would say it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B because definitely you are a neat freak. When we, first started, stretch of the when we first started dating 11 years ago, would you have considered yourself disorganized? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Avoid a dodge. I want to be clear. I'm messy, but not dirty. I think some people will resonate with this. I don't like grime and I don't, and I do like things to be clean, but I don't need them like put away. Yeah. And so. I hear that. Yeah. Like I think you can handle the mess, but if I was also Cause dirty. Cause I'm adventurous. <laughs> Cause you're adventurous. But if I was also dirty, like you'd be like. Oh, this wouldn't, this relationship it would not work. have lasted. Yeah. yeah. But I've gotten more organized over the years because I have seen just the, the power. The power. Of I've tidiness. seen the like peace that it brings to my life. So I just have to be more mindful of it, and I do like being more organized now. Jason only wears neutrals. Uh, okay. What do you no, think? No, I uh -uh. have rust. Look at that. I have vibe. bright blue. <laughs> it's not gonna show up on camera. This is like a neon, neon. turquoise blue. Yeah. That's how bright uh -huh. and not neutral this blue uh -huh. is. It's funny, um, when we read this one, I was like, I was like, that's not true. You wear colors. And then I was like, oh, they are all kind of like muted. Yeah, But you're for just sure. not like a bright color. I do have one yellow shirt. That sometimes I feel adventurous and I want to oh, wear. I know which one. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, you're 100% right. I mostly wear neutrals. You leave the bright colors to me, which is funny because I'm wearing a white shirt, but I always love like a pop of color. You do, yeah. This person listens to our podcast because they said, you are currently writing a parenting skills book. <laughs> uh, we like to give unsolicited and very incorrect parenting advice. Because the joke is like, isn't it the most annoying thing when people who don't have kids give right. you advice about your kids? But I think we have a lot of really good things. You like want to just rattle ideas. off? Sure. Yeah, a couple. Definitely no popsicles. Yeah, don't give kids popsicles because they'll get sticky hands. That's right. 
show kids how to use an outlet with their fingers because it'll uh -huh. really help them learn how to plug things in yeah. if they use their fingers first. Right. Teach them how to change the toilet paper roll. It's got to go over the, and over the top. And it's got to go over the top. It's, it's going to teach the them discipline. That's going to help them. Yeah. And that's going to help you. You know what I mean? Don't take candy from strangers, but eat as much candy as you want if it's yours. Absolutely. That really helps a kid understand like, oh, I can't just take anybody else's stuff, but I can just enjoy my own things. That's actually mm -hmm. how they avoid strangers is yeah. they go, hey, stranger, I don't need your candy. I have an abundance I've got of my candy. own candy. Yeah. Caroline is responsible for the home decor. Huh. Ooh. Huh. Interesting. When we first think? got this assumption, my immediately thought was, yeah, you're right. But then we looked around and we kind of decided it's really 50-50. 60-40, that's what we decided, sorry. My, Did you see the look on my face? I was like. My brain immediately thought 50-50 and then I looked around and I was like, no, it's higher than 50-50, I love how 60-40 is so different in my mind than 50-50. I was like yeah. offended when you said 50-50 and then you're yeah. like 60-40 and I was like, yeah. yeah. I would say I take the charge and I kind of have a vision for certain things, but we always co-sign Yeah, I think both. you have a better eye for design than I do naturally. And then I think I can kind of like come in and like add a couple little pieces of flair that make mm -hmm. it kind of fun. But for the most part, you are leading the charge. So it's 60-40. Yeah, way. and I give you credit for really suggesting things that I wouldn't normally think of because that's how your brain works. So you're like, oh, what about if we put a piece of art right there? And I'm like, well, that's not traditionally how you do it, but that's what I like about your Like our sideways cactus? Yeah, we put we changed <laughs> frames out in the cactus. We were like, oh, we'll just put it there temporarily, and it's been sideways for about four months. And I, I'm surprised that doesn't drive you bonkers. I've just gotten used to it. You don't go to bed mad at each other. Ooh. This has been kind of like an unsaid rule from the beginning of our relationship, but then we started saying it when we would get into kerfuffles. And we do not. We really try our best in 11 years we've been together. We have had many an argument and many a fight, but one of our rules is, well, two rules. Don't leave the table, which means like if we're having an argument, try not to just like walk away and say, I can't deal with this right now. Right. If you need time and yeah. space, but like communicate that, don't just like walk out on yeah. the conversation. And then the second one is try not to go to bed angry at each other. Yeah. And, and that is easier said than done. Like there have absolutely been nights when I've gone to bed just stewing about Caroline's lack of ability to clean everything as tidily and neatly or as adventurously as I would want. <laughs> But for the most part, we try and sum up some type of dispute or whatever and come together and then go to bed not on bad terms. Yeah, and I think this is different for every relationship. Like it's not, like I love when I see these articles that are like, don't go to bed angry, or it's like, unpopular opinion, go to bed angry. I'm like, <laughs> it's whatever works right. for your relationship. But for us, yeah. especially because I have learned that I really need closure to a conversation. I need to feel like there was some productive ending to that discussion to kind of warrant the emotional terrain that we just traversed. So that usually means that at the end of a fight, we have some type of resolution or, hey, in the future, I'll try to do this differently. And then you're sort of like, I'll try to do this differently. Yeah. And that facilitates not going to bed angry because you've reached some point of closure. Caroline always beats Jason at any game. Whoa, yeah, absolutely. No. No, <laughs> we're both very competitive. We are very competitive. And we have different skill sets. Yeah, I would say that my brain works a little bit quicker at video games. Your brain works a little bit better at like strategic, like hard type mm, games. So like we'll play, really good we'll play like a board game like Settlers of Catan or like Pandemic or something like that. And you think I'm better at that? You're definitely better at that strategy. Strategy wise, but then like Breath of the Wild, like is a good example on Switch. Yeah. I feel like I pick it up faster. Absolutely. And I don't think that there's anything to like that other than just like it's how our brains work. Yeah. 
And then as far as like physical games, I mean, it definitely depends on the game, but I was thinking of like when we play cornhole and stuff. Yeah. I think it's pretty evenly matched. I would say you with your sports background in basketball, like maybe have a little bit of an edge. I think the hand-eye coordination that I honed for years of playing right. basketball is, is probably the only slight advantage. But I would say if we had like equal amount of time of yeah. playing sports, right in that type of capacity, it would be pretty even. You think even. like my natural hand-eye coordination is probably equal to your natural yeah. ability, but you have more practice. Just because I practice more. I think that's probably right. Yeah. This one's a little juicy. Ooh. This is, I could see y'all being kinky AF or at least both by the one caveat I want to say about adding this is there's not a correlation between both of those things, right? It's just like a, pref a preference that you have yeah. in the bedroom, yeah. which all preferences are within the bounds of consent are great. And then, you know, your sexuality and what you prefer. We are, neither of us are by. Nope. Um, but it, we are not that kinky. Yeah, I wanted to answer this question because when it came through, I think both of our immediate reactions were like, oh, that's taboo, let's not talk about those things. Yeah. But I think that's part of the problem of why we all feel that things are taboo. Right. Because we don't talk about them. So let's talk about it. We are regular we AF. Are, we are, I'm glad we found each other because we are <laughs> vanilla AF. And I will say, I don't think I'm speaking for you because we yeah. have talked about sex and things for 11 years now together. Yeah. Is that we are comfortable with that and not comfortable yeah. in like a, oh, this is fine, let's do it, of like, no, like, I really enjoy that. Like, this is enough for me to, like, feel pleasure and to really, like, get in the mood. Like, I don't need you hitting me with any slaps of leather or, like, pouring candle wax on me. But listen. Also, that sounds very messy. Don't, don't yuck don't... somebody else's yum no, if you, that's what you're you into. You want to get slapped with leather or you want to yes. get some wax poured you on you? You do you. Go for it. Yeah, but what, I think the most important thing is that we periodically check in and we're yeah. kind of like, any like areas you want to explore, anything like yeah. off that you know that we haven't tried yet, you want to try, and we just have a conversation about it. So I a think couple that's years ago, key. I did ask you if we could do a dinosaur style, and you turned me down immediately. I think that's probably the only thing that well, I, I wasn't feel bad about. I wasn't limber enough at that point <laughs> in my life. I love this one. The assumption is that we must be the most wonderful neighbors in the world. Really? Yeah. So I I think this is answered in two parts. Part A, hundred percent. Yes. We're great neighbors. We're quiet. We stick to ourselves. We're very neat and tidy outside because one of us. We will take packages to your door. Yeah, we'll bring the garbage cans in. Do you need, do you need anything? If like, anything sketchy's going on, we'll oh, shoot you, you a you text. You help him like move a mattress. Yeah, like or, those types of things. Very good neighbors. Second half. Don't talk to us. Terrible neighbors. <laughs> okay. We don't want. We, I don't want to come over. come over. I don't want to do a potluck. <laughs> we sound like absolute assholes, but the truth is. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends, because we did at one point live in like a little quadruplex. It really depends on who your neighbors it, are. I guess it does you know? We lived in a little quadruplex and we loved all the couples that lived and everyone was like at the same point in their lives. We were, you know. They were all like online entrepreneurs. Online entrepreneurs, sort, we had cool. so much to talk about. So, and then we hung out with them all the time. But then when we moved here, I think it was also the timing. I was dealing with anxiety and we don't have as much in common. We kind of wanted to stick to ourselves, but we felt bad but we were trying to send out these signals like, hey, you're great people, I'm sure, but just, just pick up the signals. Yeah. We don't wanna come over. Yeah. Jason is Little Spoon despite his size. And drum roll. We have no spoons. We're not allowed to spoon. We're not, but. Yeah. Yes. You are. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why that I was, is. I was joking about no spoons because we both get very hot. Yeah. So cuddling is not. Doesn't happen. 
going to happen. Truthfully. I mean, it will, but it's like in these like tiny windows and we're both like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know that we really love each other is like we will do Fight it for through. the connection. Yeah. And then about five minutes will go by and be like, are you dying? Like I'm Five so minutes? Hot. No chance. <laughs> Two minutes. I was being really generous. Yeah. But you do like being little spoon. Like, yeah. And I, and I kind of like curling into the crevice of your little, you do, your big strong let's back. Let's be honest. You do wish that you could be a little spoon, I think. If we Honestly, had, yeah. I think I'd be too hot. Well, I no, but I'm saying like, take the heat out of it. Oh, if you I took would, the heat out of it, I would love to be yeah, a little spoon. Yeah, yeah. But since I can't, I love being on the big spoon because it's like I have more airflow. Yeah. <laughs> Just call freedom. me Jason Hot Little Spoons. <laughs> you are my hot little spoon. You very rarely drink alcohol. Huh. I would say at this point in our lives, very, definitely for you, very rarely. Very rarely, yeah. Like, and to quantify that, one drink every 10 days is probably realistic. Maybe so even maybe more than rarely. Because very rarely, I feel like, is like a couple drinks a year. But like, let's say yeah. rarely, if we're going to quantify Also, it. like, well, this is very subjective. You know yes. what I mean? Like, if one drink every day is rare for you, then that's fine. Who cares? We're not yeah. trying to judge anybody for their alcohol consumption. Totally. But to answer the assumption, yeah, for me, it's like literally one drink every 10 days and just like, that's enough. Some days though, like summertime and we're getting into like a good mango margarita, I'll have one of those a day or a couple, like, that's fine. But for the most part, it's very rare. Yeah, I would say I love a good cocktail. I love a good glass of wine. I definitely am one of those people that like, for me, it enhances the experience. I don't think that it has to by any means, but I enjoy it. The comfortable place that I'm at is like partaking like once a week. Like there was definitely a part pandemic wise or when I was dealing with anxiety where it was getting to a place where it was like every day. But I now am to the place where I like it a lot better because it doesn't make me feel like crap. You can only get one drink for the rest of your life. What do you choose? Oh no. <laughs> what is it? Beer, wine, a mixed drink? Well, you know what it's you, not beer because gluten free. Yeah. I can choose wine as like a whole? No, no, no. You gotta pick one. Like a cab sob. Uh... Wow. This is really stumping me. <laughs> Truly. Um, I think I would choose a spicy margarita. Oh, wow. For the rest of my life. That's that's not the place I thought you were gonna go. Neither Spicy too, like you might get stuck with. I was just thinking about, I could not have a regular house margarita for the rest of my life. It's yeah. just too, not, I need a complex flavor. Yeah, I think if I'm picking my like one drink for the rest of my life, it's tequila neat, like mm -hmm. a Reposado or an Añejo mm -hmm. tequila neat. I also really you? like all of these non-alcoholic fun beverages that are popping up on the market. I think that's a good alternative because it still gives me the feeling of having like a cool fun drink um, but you don't feel like crap. This is the final assumption. Ooh. Jason has tried and failed to do some artistic work like Carol's. Oh. So, yep, yep, we have props here. Go ahead and answer the question and I'll... Uh... Okay, here's what I think is funny is I do think that since my art is a little bit more public, people assume that I'm like the creative one in the relationship. And that is true, but I think people underestimate just how creative Jason is. So this was actually something that really attracted me to him when we first met is that he wanted to be an animator when he was younger. He loved like comic books, Disney and animation and drawing and design. Like you got into design way before I yeah. did. He knew all the design programs before I taught myself design. So I do think it's ironic that now I'm perceived as the designy one and he's more of like the business one because in a lot of ways he's a lot more creative than I am. He's a lot better at drawing things from his brain. So he could draw like Pictionary. He was, he's so good at Pictionary because he can oh, just thanks. he can just like 
think of it in his head, I have to kind of be looking at something or have a reference photo. And I don't know what that is. It's gotta be something about the differences in our brains. Okay. This is a self-portrait of the you. Well, not a self-portrait, so a portrait <laughs> of you, you know? He's draw currently drawing a portrait of me Yeah. that I think you're all gonna be extremely. I mean, it's gonna be pretty spot on when you see it. But yeah, this is something like, maybe a lot of people don't know because I don't ever share it and I don't really do it that much anymore, which is, I used to draw a ton as a kid. Like I have so many sketchbooks that I filled up as a kid and I remember drawing a lot of different things from memory. One of those, it's like Garfield. Did you think it was gonna be me? It it's wasn't Garfield. a self-portrait. But like, it, it, if you told me to draw, you know, like a dragon or like a building, like I could draw it, it wouldn't be great, but I can very easily just put a pen to paper and draw something either from memory or just from looking at it and make it look fairly decent. Um, and that's a very yeah. attractive quality value. Oh I really gosh, like that. gosh, that's so nice. I Thank wonder you. if our kids will be, you know, if we have kids, I wonder if they'll be creative or like completely different than us and just one day I think I would like to do some more drawing and like pick it back up. But as of right now, it's not something that I like crave to do. So mm -hmm. that's fine. And those are your assumptions about us. I hope that that was fun for you to just watch and learn a couple of things about us. Maybe some things you didn't expect. Yeah, hope you had a good time. You learned a couple things. What was your favorite? Leave it as a comment. And now the end title. Bye. Shoot.